Welcome to Living For Him podcast, where in every episode, you are invited to experience the joy of a life in Christ. I'm your host, CJ Cousins, and in today's episode, it is my prayer that the primary emphasis and goal of the following message is that you hear and respond to the good news about Jesus Christ and his kingdom. So whoever you are and wherever you are, thank you for joining us. I invite you to listen with an open heart, subscribe for future episodes, and stay tuned for some next steps after this message. Enjoy. I 
that we right now do feel like we came here. And we sat with them. And we're going to pray and, and, you know, annoying. But we decided, let's just first listen to their story. And also, apologize, that's one of the best things that we can do to show the love of Christ is to listen to people's stories. You know that? Um, I don't know if it's just like human nature, we like to tell our story. And I said, you know what? I can do the best thing I can do right now is listen to And so I sat there and listened to their story, particularly Sandra's story as well. Now, they were going to do the big, I had already done those things already, but they wanted to do they wanted to see us, like, because they're getting ready to leave, they're going to get married, they're going to not only for the wife, Sarah, but also for their daughter, Alina. And so we met with them, and we were just kind of listening to the story, we were listening to the wife, Sandra's story, and man, I was overwhelmed by her I share it now. I, I, I share a little bit of it with my wife, and we look back to tears. By the way, since I've been back for years ago, I've cried more here than I've ever cried in my entire life. Tears of joy and tears of sympathy and empathy, the whole gamut. My, my kids do something cute, and I'm getting all emotional. You know. Sasha tells me that she has had cancer in the eye. She's been, she must have been blind twice. She tells me this. And I just know she gave me permission to share this. And this is one that she shared with me. I don't know if I'm just going to share it with the body. And so she said, well, go ahead and tell me. You know, I'm trying to keep it up with my cancer. So she's, she's there. She's talking about her experience. And she's had uh, cancer twice. Sharing this with me, by the way, she had such calm, kind of composure at this point in the story. And she's sharing with me how her response to the doctor, this is what I'm going paraphrasing here, was basically very calmly, well, I trust Jesus to heal me. And even if he does not do what I want him to, I still trust Jesus to heal me. Not in house in order. By the way, that was 15 years ago. The doctor said to her, uh, I want you to get your hopes up. Oh, I don't want you to get discouraged. Uh, I want you to kind of think things are going to get better. I'm telling you, Dr. Moore, how you feel like this? I trust you. And, and, and so here's another part of the story is that as she's going through all of this, right, everybody's expecting her to be falling apart. And when Jesus gave her was a peace in the midst of that storm, of course, she here 15 years later, they gave her peace in the midst of that storm at that moment, looking at them straight in the face, knowing that she had a Savior, knowing that she has healing, and trusting him to do it when and how he wants to do it. 
told you a story now. I want you to get this kind of, you know, super spiritual, you know, thing. Mother Teresa type experience that so far in this mundane experience. There were tears that she was sharing this story, right? There were some painful memories that she shared. And then also what she was sharing with me was, was that her daughter, uh, who was also sick, who I also knew also was like, her daughter at one point was having 400 to 500 seizures, 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 epileptic seizures, about 400 seizures per day. And was also having uh, psychotic uh, episodes as well. I can even listen to the story, but I'm just telling you, she had a assured faith in Jesus and a peace in Christ that was helping to been through something with Jesus. What she was going through that he sustained and had the, the wherewithal that she was able to share the story with me, I knew that that was supernatural. And I just found myself listening, number one, what impressed me more than the peace and the trust that she had in Christ throughout all of that. What impressed me more than that when it came to her was her husband and the love and support he gave her through all of that. Through all of this talk that I met this man that he gave her through. Okay? But the second thing that also struck me was that she said, if not, I want to be healed. And by the way, she's still going to be paid because she has pain in her legs right now that deal with a lot of pain going down her legs, right? She also has to go out, right, from time to time. And she also has a tumor somewhere in her head. I don't know if it's benign or what. Okay. So. And I'm listening to her. She's talking about all these miracles that she's experienced. And she's got this peace, there were some tears, but she's still wounded. And she's still, it's like, oh, she's praising God for her daughter's increased ability to communicate clearly her speech with him for him. She was praising God for even the little glimmer that was coming up. And I was just sitting there, yearning for her healing. But I also had this low key, like, I wish I had that. You see, when I was listening to her, Whatever was bothering me, there was stuff that was heavy on my mind prior that whatever was bothering me didn't matter. Real talk did not matter at all. It was a swift perception check. She blessed me more than I could ever, ever bless her. And so God and I gathered around her. He prayed. He took out the, uh, it's the spike line. The spike line flavors like Mary Magdalene's story used to anoint the body of Jesus, right? Fill the whole room with that beautiful fragrance. We use that to And as we pray, Bob and I, beautiful, beautiful opportunity with the moment experience in prayer. And you could sense tangibly in the room the presence of the Holy Spirit. And she left encouraged. She left edified in her faith. And I knew that that had nothing to do with me because if anything, I was the one that was encouraged in that pride in my faith. And it was at that moment that I knew that I was supposed to speak about today. So it was the summer of 2013, and I was leaving the church building, looking up at the ceiling, holding my tongue because I had become very, very sick. 
But the lot about this experience, this church really, was that I was in a premium of gallery in Jerusalem on the other university in a Bible institute in Jerusalem School. And the place, the building, the church building that I was in was actually mentioned by rumors that that area is the premium of Church, you know, a lot of these churches were about to have to build, but I could only have passed over the most sacred spot that they could find. Right? So they preserved it by building this church building over it. And here I am inside this building where the story we're going to see now, if you're going to Luke chapter 5, verse 17, is exactly the spot where I was because Peter's house is where our story takes place at the end. Because wherever Jesus was, he drew a crowd and made that go around. Now, this particular occasion, Jesus packed the house. Peter's house. And I want you to enter into the story with me. We walk into the house and we capture the scene. There are Pharisees and there are what's called scribes in the Bible, or in the translation, the law, or doctrine, or system, or something. And they're all there surrounding Jesus in very close proximity to Jesus and very what? Close proximity to Jesus. And as they're there, Jesus is preaching the kingdom of God. He's understanding Jesus is preaching the kingdom of God. He doesn't say that and teaching the kingdom of God. He's painting such a compelling picture of God's character as well that hearts are drawn to Jesus and faith and trust. And as he's doing this, the Bible says in verse 17 that the power of the Lord was present to heal. See, as, he's, as, as people are getting a very clear picture of God, as he's preaching and teaching the gospel of the kingdom in Peter's house, people are pressing in on the outside and on the inside. They're as close to Jesus as possible. Here Jesus is longing to Jesus is in their midst, longing to disperse, to release healing power. Our Lord says it to Peter, verse 4, I want to share with you. From Auntie Ellie, the desire of ages, and this is nebulous, that book, you need to, and it's amazing, amazing book. But it says this, the spirit of life brooded over the assembly. But the Pharisees and doctors did not discern his presence. I just want you to hear that for a moment. Jesus is there. That's the beginning thing. He wants to heal, desires to heal. The power of the Lord is present to heal them. But the Pharisees were not willing to receive it. They were resisting Jesus. You know, they were there really to spy. They captured him to a phrase to kind of Power of the Lord was present to heal. 
going to place so God is moving in a miraculous manner. God wants to disperse and release the healing power that He wants all of us to have. Healing in whatever shape, form, that fits your life and experience. How is it that we can actually have the power of the Lord just to heal and heal? We are dealing with things of God. We are maybe trying to be pressed close to Jesus, but we don't actually want the heart of God. Trying to heal about our therapies. It's not. This story is not happening. 
was going to be today. Here's a story. My dad brought closer to the crowd. He had a look about the you see, the healing that Jesus was working on the best was primarily spiritual. He went in, he answered that prayer immediately. The hymns were saying, man, God, where is it? We're worried about some stuff on Ian's coming up with judgment, right? You guys understand that judgment for the believer meant freedom, vindication, and salvation. The hymns in the Bible was judgment for God, but it's not you, it's the Lord, God's name. It means something. So we'll take what they're scared for now. Now, no condemnation will be ours. So that so the hymns of sin, he made it. The cross actually said, sorry, he's not but he made sure it's even now, so that's the book of the He answered that immediately with the beautiful shame and born of freedom by the Holy Spirit. But physical healing, which many of us want, many of us need physical healing. Maybe we need to shift our prayers because they're going to ourselves to have issues still need for their faith. They need to see that you are a prayer answering God. They need to know that you feel. They're giving me a story, that's why I wanted to share the story of Sandra today. Because that's what God is after, family, when He heals us physically. And He heals us anyway, actually. He wants you to have a story to tell. What the Bible says in Revelation 12, they overcame Him by the blood of the Lamb and the word of their testimony, i.e., their story. About the love of the Lamb and the power that is available for us to be healed. You know what happened? Everybody started at the end of the story to start glorifying God. He went home there like glorifying God. You guys understand that the festival of the God is so efficient that he can go on the throne of heaven. Everybody's glorifying me. No, God is love. So therefore, the other says, you know what happens when God is glorified? His children. Thank you for listening to Living for Him podcast. I pray that you were blessed by this message and that you experienced the good news of the love of God revealed in Jesus Christ. I'd like to personally invite you to respond to this good news and take the next steps in following Jesus by clicking the prompt in the description. I've also created a resource to help you experience the joy of a close relationship with Jesus called the Life in Christ Daily Devotional Journal. If you'd like to experience Jesus daily, watch the good news of his story unfold throughout scripture, and do this as a weekly small group gathering, then get your copy today in print or ebook by clicking the link in the description. Living for Him exists to tell the story of Jesus for the equipping of healthy disciple makers who extend his reign of love. If you'd like to support the further development of this exciting ministry, then I encourage you to become a monthly supporter by also clicking the link in the description. Your support is greatly appreciated. You're also invited to like and follow us on Facebook, Instagram, and Twitter. Subscribe to this podcast and subscribe to our e-newsletter by visiting our website 
at livingforhim.tv. Lastly, we kindly ask that you write us a review on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, or any other podcast platform you're listening to us on, and share this podcast with your friends. I look forward to meeting you here again in our next episode, where our desire is that you experience the joy of life in Christ. Once again, I'm CJ Cousins, and I'm living for him.